This is Matt Hicks with the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. Yeah, if you can't taste a patty melt, you definitely got COVID then. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. This is CJ Berryman. You can find me on Twitter at CJB underscore RR. And luckily for y'all, y'all don't have to listen to Ben. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Ben is not here. He is adulting and doing uh, adult things, um, teaching kids how to try to adult. But I do have a special guest here, Jack Spiggers. Thank you for joining us, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. Appreciate you having me on, CJ. All right, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll we'll get going here. Um, so you played college ball at Arkansas. What was right. it like to go back there when you were playing for Frisco and and to play in that state again? Um, it was that was one of the cooler moments I had of the twenty uh, twenty one season. My my best friend from college, uh, Jared Gates, he gives lessons in Springdale. Um, got got his house, everything. He's you know. You know, he's being full grown-up mode, um, so I got to go back. I got to hang out with him a bunch of – he came to all the games, and um, we got dinner. We, we hung out during the day, so it was cool to kind of be back in action, uh, like back in the state of Arkansas and um, seeing a lot of familiar faces and just catching up with people I haven't seen in a couple of years and whatnot. And, and talk about uh, Arkansas football. They they kind of made some noise this year. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, it was definitely due. So, um, they, they got a good coach steering the ship. And uh, I think he's getting those getting those boys right and just, you know, having that Arkansas mentality and just knowing that, uh, you know, tough, gritty, just, just getting after it kind of kind of the way they, they played this year and it definitely showed up on the field. All right. So you got a, a pretty strong relationship with Blaine Krim. Um, and he told yeah. us a fun – we had him on a couple weeks ago and he told us a funny story about uh, his first – his debut at Frisco. And, and actually Ben was there. To, to see his debut so he uh he struck out on three pitches in the first his first at bat and said and so he went back into the dugout and everybody's giving him hell obviously and he said that you told him hey you better be doing better than that if you want to stay in the lineup uh i don't know if those are my exact words but it was it was definitely sarcasm uh but knows that <laughs> um that, that's just kind of how, that's just how we talk we mess around um but yeah, I think he had a home run and I bat or two later. So 
when he hit that first home run, it was, it was over from there. He was batting three, four, five from the rest of the year on. Yeah, he uh, yeah, like I said, Ben was there, and he, it was the ninth inning, and Blaine crushed one, not quite as far as Sam Huff, but you know, talk about Sam Huff, and oh my God, does that dude have some power or what? Yeah, Sam, Sam's uh, it, it honestly doesn't make sense. Um, he's like he's great. He, yeah, it just it's uh, he'll 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 do his BP rounds and whatnot, and you know he'll you can tell he's not trying to hit home runs, and he'll go you know backside off the wall. And you're like, Sam, did you get that? And she's just kind of like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, that, that's all I got. So <laughs> he's going back to the wall. But no, Sam's crazy explosive. And um, him hitting balls 440 is just kind of like another day, another day for him. Um, but it's fun. And, and you, you never get used to watching it. So it's, it was fun to have him around. He hit that 500 foot bomb that almost hit the apartments out there in left field. So talk about that shot. Um. Honestly, I think it was more impressive of how loud it was. The the shot was more, or the the home run was more loud than impressively far. Uh, it, I mean, it was like a legit gunshot. Obviously not, you know, obviously not not a gunshot and whatnot. But um, yeah, it, the sound the ball makes off his bat doesn't make any sense as well as how far he hits balls. It's every time it's just the different sound it makes. Yeah, so it sounds like he's kind of one of those special players. Like, and and, and I'm going to bring up Josh Hamilton with that because they said that the ball sounded different off his bat. It just had more crack to it. So does Sam Huff have that ability, kind of? Um, I, I never, I never got to see Hamilton uh, play in person. Um, but power wise, I would put the same up there with anybody. Um, just because you know, there's there's proof in the pudding of. In the ball, 502 feet, you know, there's not much more proof you need than have been raw power right there. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, you know, he's Josh Hamilton or anything, but um, he definitely, definitely could yeah, be. I, I'm not comparing him to a, a former MVP or anything, but just, uh, you know, just kind of the comparison of the, just some guys, you know, they have that power and the crack off the bat. It just sounds different. And yeah. um, he's definitely the, the, the loudest bat I've ever heard. All right, that's great. Then, All right, yeah, he's he's fun to be around. All right, and uh, so uh, did you play any other sports as a kid or a high schooler? Yep, uh, I played baseball, basketball, football, and then I would run track um, all the way up until baseball started. So I do all like the track workouts and whatnot, and then baseball would start. So I never ran in a meet, um, which is probably a good thing. I probably got dusted, but I never ran in a meet. Uh, however, I did all like the track workouts, and so I got familiar with all with how all that stuff works, and um, all throughout high school and whatnot. All right, and Frisco had an amazing season. I mean, it was it was so fun to cover and talk about how much fun it was to be on such a talented team. Yeah, that was uh, the most fun I ever had playing baseball was that past 20, 2021 season. Uh, like me personally, I struggled a little bit, and usually when you struggle, it's not not as fun. Um, but the team we had, we were winning. I mean, we felt like we won every series to to, a, to an extent. Um, but when you have a fun team, you're around, you're around guys you enjoy being around and your team is winning, it's just hard not to enjoy the game of baseball and uh, being around people you want to be around. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, I mean, that was, you, you could tell you guys were just having fun. And that the camaraderie and all that kind of stuff, it, it goes into play, into how you play. Is that is that a right. accurate assessment? Yeah, 100%. Um, 
I mean, we we would lose games and you could tell guys weren't happy, but it was like, okay, you know, post-game speech, take a shower. All right, let's get back to having fun and, uh, you know, don't don't dwell on it. And then next thing you know, you know, we usually come out the next day with, with a W. So um, we did a good job at not not sitting on the past. And then we did a good job of when we had, when we had momentum, we just kept that momentum going. Yeah, and then you got moved up to AAA uh, to Round Rock at the tail end of the 2021 season. What was different about playing at that level? Um, so I, I was only there for a week. Um, so I, you know, I don't have all the answers, obviously. But man, in that one week, I learned. I feel like I knew. I feel like I'm a very high IQ baseball guy. And after that, that one week of uh, of AAA, it was like I was mind blown. I was like, wow. So um, I, I learned a ton. Uh, it's just, it's different. Um, you're playing in double A, you're playing against the guys who are like 23 or you know, even 20, or I mean, I think Bobby Bobby Witt was 20 or 19. So you, there's you guys who are 19 and then there's guys who are, you know, close to like 29, 30. Um, and then AAA, there's a, there's a lot more older guys. Um, you're, you're yeah, yeah guys you, get, you, get are, a mix, you get a mix of both. You get a yeah. mix of both, you know. So you're, you're facing a lot of guys who, just came back down from the big leagues or they're in rehab going, you know, making one more start in AAA before they go back to the, to the uh, bigs. Um, so I, that was probably the most difference was like, I felt very experienced. And then when I got there, I felt like I was the youngest guy and it was just, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, you know, 24 hours later and it's like, Oh shoot, I'm crazy young. Yeah. You got, uh, your, feet, you got your feet wet though. And that's the most important, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got um I got familiar with with how it works a little more up there. So if I do get that chance to be back up there, you know, I won't have I won't be, you know, you know, sore thumb or whatever. You know, I'll have a I'll have an understanding of how it works and how they how guys go about it different up there. And um I'll just be able to, you know, ease in a lot easier than having to, you know, be be a fresh start. What are your goals for twenty twenty two? Uh first goal is always, you know, stay healthy. Um, stay healthy and then next goal is just be prepared and uh do what I do Me- meaning like you know oh for four don't don't go in there and uh change everything up the next day because you went over for four don't have that, that just snowball effect four. yeah don't have the snowball yeah don't have, don't have the snowball uh just do, do what I do play my game and um don't try to be something I'm not you know I don't need to be Sam Huff um I can try to be him as long as I want I'll never be him. Um, so I you know, just just be Jack Spiggers and and just you know play the way I play and if it works out, it works out, and just go from there. I like the way you said that. Just play within yourself, and you know what another guy did that is the same had that same mentality. Michael Young, he was yep. an he was actually an act uh, an average talent, but turned himself and worked his ass off and became you know one of the best average hitters in in the league yeah. so is that 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 does that kind of resonate with you as well because it yeah, sounds 100%. like it does yeah growing up uh my two favorite players growing up were craig biggio just being from houston um and the last name kind of you know it just sounds kind of similar uh but then you know growing up watch a lot of, watch a lot of rangers game growing up uh michael young was my favorite player helman biggio so i feel like they're both kind of the same like you know just hard working, uh, keep your head down and get to work, you know, just, you know, I don't know. Something about those two guys makes me uh, definitely play kind of, kind of want to play like them. 
All right, we're going to change it up right now because you already answered my next question um, with who you who you looked up to growing up. So, what is the funniest thing anyone has ever said to you on the baseball diamond? The funniest thing. Funniest thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I there's so many stories. Um, and you can cuss on this podcast because we don't give a shit. We do. Oh, what we, perfect. We, we do. We do. <laughs> Uh, so, so actually in, in Amarillo, uh, one of oh, my best right up here, it, right up here. Yeah. You know, the, the good old side poodles. But, uh, mm-hmm. one of my best friends was, uh, Dominic Fletcher. And so through him, I met a couple of his teammates, uh, Stone Garrett, who's from Houston. So I already knew, I already knew Stone a little bit. I was extremely close with Fletcher and they had a, their best friend on the team. One of their best friends was a catcher, uh, Dominic, well, I'm going to botch this, but Miragali. Uh, but so we got to, I got to be around him a ton. We, we played Amarillo 18 out of our last 24 games. Um, so we were just around him all the time and we were, we were both kind of, we, we both, we both struggled in the beginning of the year and, um, neither one of our, neither one of us are kind of like, a we, we don't really know about it, but just, Hey, it is what it is. Fix it, move on and, uh, you know, get better from it. Um, and, he, and he's the same way. And so, I mean, we had so many conversations at the plate where he's catching, I'm hitting. And there's times where like, I'm just trying not to laugh. Uh, I mean, it, it, he, he it's, makes like, it's like a, a, it's like a, a Jake, Ta- Jake Taylor moment for major league. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh, we're, so we're, we're, ca- or I'm hitting one of the umpires. I can't remember his name. I want to say, it's, I think it was Raul. I think it was Raul was, was the umpire behind the plate. And then Dom, uh, Mirigoli is catching. And, uh, there's a ball inside and it's, I, I kind of like brush off the plate a little bit, try, try to avoid it. And it wasn't that close to me, but, uh, Raul calls it a ball and Dom's like, Oh, you're falling for that bullshit. And, and me and Don already been, we already been familiar. And, uh, I know how he works behind the plate for a couple of games. So I just started busting out laughing and I'm facing, uh, I think it was Tommy Henry. I think was that him? Yeah. The, yeah. The lefty from, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm facing, you know, I'm already struggling with lefty on lefty that year. And I got, just got a big ass smile on my face because I'm trying not to laugh. And I, you know, we got a, we got a pitch count or a pitch clock. So I got to be in the box within six seconds. Uh, otherwise it gets called a strike. But um, I mean, we had a lot of funny moments, but on, on the diamond, that, that one sticks out a ton. Um, just cause now you, I don't know, just part of the moment, I guess it was, it was a good time. It was funny. So, uh, you know, Blaine called uh, you the one of the funniest people he's ever been around. So you got a joke for us? No, uh, <laughs> my, my, my humor is more like of a uh, more of a smart ass. So like, you know, hey, you and I, I both. I yeah, I don't just have a joke on top of my head. You know, you'll do something dumb and um, I'll let you know in a funny way. And, you know, it'll be funny, but I won't, you know, harp you about it. I just, so I just keep things like. So I like I like covering you because you are right-handed throwing, but a left-handed hitter, yeah. and that's exactly the way I was when I was playing. So, uh, do you kind of model your batting approach? Because what my model was, I want to hit like Rusty Greer. So I had the huge lean back, you yeah. know, um, and, and doing that, and then trying to go oppo every time. So what is what is your approach to play? Um, since I was little, it's always been just, just try to hit the pitcher in the chin, the forehead, you know, uh, keep a low line drive and just put some backspin on it. Um, obviously things are a lot more complicated, um, the longer you play, 
but the really good hitters, you watch them and you ask them what's their approach, and it's they're gonna say gap to gap or middle or just stay middle. Um, so I just try to you know be gap to gap and stay middle. And Sorry. there's times where I get real big and I'll hit a ball, you know, higher in the air, then it goes further. And that's when it's like, okay, get back to myself, stay short, stay quick, just keep it simple. Try to hit it right off his forehead. Um, just try to try to be able to go gap to gap. And if you get something down the line, great, you know. But my my approach, it has been, you know, all right, I'm gonna really try to hook this one just because, you know, you get mad, you get frustrated, you swing mad, you get big and you know, you do you do dumb stuff. Um, but yeah, just gap to gap, keep it a low line drive, try to try to pitch him the forehead. All right. This is the most important question as we wind down here. What is your go-to at Whataburger? Um, I've actually been I've I've been cutting Whataburger out, but uh, oh no, I, yeah. But when 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 we go to Corpus, they got the first Whataburger there. Um, so I definitely have a little late night uh, Whataburger. But uh, they got a new one, and it's called the Buffalo. It's not new, especially if Buffalo you know, Ranch you know, Chicken Strip Sandwich. Let me help you out there, yep. buddy. <laughs> and yep. they Buffalo just they just brought it back. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um. Yeah, those things, they, they, uh, I pay the price in about three hours from eating them. But man, those things, those things are good. You pay the price in poop. Yeah, it's, uh, it comes out hot. So, <laughs> still those ones. But yeah, um, Buffalo chicken strip sandwich, no doubt. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.